another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. <laughs> I like it. It's short and quick. Thank you. Uh, I have no biz, and I just think we're going to really need to take a lot of time discussing this week's <laughs> musical. I agree. So I'd love to introduce our guest, returning. Uh, returning guest. Actor and comedian and writer, Mark Walsh. <laughs> Hello. 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 Are you guys happy that I forced you to watch this movie? No, I've never been more angry. Okay. Um, this That's is my weird. only grudge against this, you, Mark. Was this was this uh, worse than the prom or better than the prom, Meryl? I would rather watch this than the prom. I will say okay, that. Okay, that's good. Uh, Producer Mitch, your thoughts? You watched both. No, no thoughts. He'd <laughs> rather be dead. <laughs> no thoughts at empty. Hey, who would? Who amongst us wouldn't? <laughs> Mitch was probably very miserable with the covers from this musical yeah well there are definitely choices that were made he hates all the songs just as they are originally so imagine them being sung by uh people attempting to do musical theater tough yeah yeah not even musical theater uh, just okay i have a lot of questions let's get into it this week we're talking about rock of ages (laughs) specifically Um, the movie specifically because we all watched the movie which um, which is on hbo max as of the date of this record which is the last day of february 2021 yes so it's not on hbo max when you're listening to this that's simply not my fault no Um, other streaming services want it so it'll be on (laughs) that is correct no one's fighting for the rights to rock of ages peacock Um, is throwing (laughs) harry potter left and right but right stays yeah connor uh hit us with some facts and fags and figures um <clears throat> rock of ages has music and lyrics by our favorite artists on the planet various <laughs> i simply love various and all his words we love various in this house we stand various uh it has a book by chris darienzo um it originally premiered uh in los angeles in um 2005 and 2006 it then transferred off Broadway and ran from October of 2008 to January of 2009. And then it transferred to Broadway in March of 2009. Um, and it ran until January of 2015 for a total of 2,328 performances. Chef's Why? <laughs> Thank you, Ace Young. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it also had a brief run uh, on the West End from August 2011 to November 2013. The uh, 2009 production was nominated for four Tonys, did not win any, nominated for two Outer Critics Circle Awards, did not win any, and was nominated for one Drama League, de- uh, Drama League Award and won zero. And just a quick synopsis, uh, the songs of Journey, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, and other artists underscore a tale of big dreams in Hollywood. Soon after hopping off a bus from the Midwest, aspiring singer Sherry immediately finds herself in trouble. Coming to her rescue is Drew, a barback at the legendary club, The Bourbon Room. With stars in their eyes, the young lovers chase their dreams, but a misunderstanding involving rock god Stacy Jacks threatens to tear them apart. <laughs> I don't understand why that is the synopsis when this movie is largely not about that. There's simply yeah. 15 plots and there's no way to fit them all in. And none of them make sense. Each plot gets 
two scenes. <laughs> exactly. Insane. Two scenes every 25 minutes. So you never yeah. remember what happened previously. <laughs> this was definitely a, um, a prom situation where I didn't actually know anybody's name. Oh, no. Because I refer to all of them as their acting. As, as their, their actor, actor name. <laughs> Simply didn't have the time and uh, just didn't know anybody. No, I forgot her name was Sherry, even though I saw it written like 15 times on right. her records and her on time her records. <laughs> I think at the end of the, like during the credits, I screamed, Alec Baldwin's name was Dennis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the yes, fuck? Yes, exactly. And I watched that movie by myself. I just screamed that at my apartment. <laughs> I'm so glad that this movie gave us a Chekhov's heart over the eye so that we could see him see Sherry's handwriting on the time card that yes. later in the movie at the very end, he would see her name on the records and go, she dots her eyes just like that. Disregarding the fact that every Sherry in the world in 1987 dotted her eyes with a heart. But Correct. Sure. Sure, Dan. I will argue that this movie has at least three different Chekhov's items. <laughs> okay, and I would love to hear you expand on that. <laughs> it's like we have we have Chekhov's uh, 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 records. We yes. have Chekhov's bag of money. <laughs> we have Chekhov's monkey. Like <laughs> fuck that monkey, man! I'm so mad hey, at that monkey. <laughs> it's we have so many Chekhov items in this. It's like they oh, and like we actually do have a Chekhov's gun, which is I will argue is the fastest Chekhov's gun in history because the monkey in one scene has a gun and you see the gun and then it immediately, <laughs> it immediately goes, off. goes off oh boy all right let's just dive right in and my very first note is about juliana huff's hair juliana huff plays sherry and i just wrote this is not 80s hair it's not poofy <laughs> enough it's not teased enough like now i will say they made every other background actor's hair look like ass and so it was the 80s hair but they couldn't do that to juliana Huff. they're like she's simply not pretty enough to pull off that hair we're gonna give her a 2000s modification of 80s hair right and i'm mad about it it's like how in movies uh filmed in the 70s that take place in like the 50s like you could still clearly tell this yes. was filmed in the 70s like yeah. watching the godfather i'm like Hey, this is a good movie, but yeah. it don't look like the 40s to me. <laughs> I've seen the 40s, brother, and this ain't it. No. Nice try, Frankie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my good close friend Francis for Coppola. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Frank, Frank Coppola. <laughs> um, I'm very angry uh, at what this movie did to the song Sister Christian, which is mm. a fun song. Mitch hates it. Mitch hates all these songs, so we're just not going to talk about his opinions at all. Uh, but it's a great song. He's and not they, on mic. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you don't have a mic, you don't matter. That's the law of podcasting. And that's the law of podcasting. Thank you. I've always said it. I've always said it. And they ruined it. So I'm just mad. And I started off mad. Mad about the hair and mad about the songs. It wasn't a great way to kick off this musical. I just uh, simply love when an entire bus breaks into song. <laughs> Well, like I was like this, two minutes in, and we're getting an almost famous reference, right? Tiny <laughs> dancer. It's I literally love when every bus in a movie turns into a choir bus yeah. from high school. I like yeah. when if you... it would have been better if they would have sung Rent, but <laughs> winners beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> was... Only Rent was written in the eighties, <laughs> right? That's what I've said. Um, I love when you say a lyric of a song as though it's dialogue but you can't because of the phrasing that's what was happening in this they were like 
the boys don't want you anymore. But they're also like singing and scolding their child. It was right. so fucking weird. I hated it. I was so mad. Why is I the bus far- driver talking to us? Stop, bus, bus driver. driver. Yes. You need to focus on the road. You, bus I driver, was- you know where this bus is going. You're the one yes. driving it. Why are you asking that uh, question? We all know LA traffic is horrible. <laughs> right. Um, I was far too busy seeing her on the bus. I just immediately knew we were going to hear Don't Stop Believing." Um, I was far too busy with like trying to figure out how that was going to come into play for this movie um, during this it, first season. Do you think this it paid scene. off? <laughs> do you think the yeah. payoff was worth the it? The second he started singing that song <laughs> at the fucking Hollywood side, I screamed. I was like, I fucking called it from a mile away and I Several do not think that it paid off at all. I hated that moment at the Hollywood sign because he sings a part of the song and then he stops and goes and it goes on, on and, and on. And on. I'll I kill hate, you, bitch. I'll kill you. I hate <laughs> self-referential humor like that. Like we're from the future. Yeah. Right. The movie was filmed in the future before the song came out. And like, like yeah. I, I was expecting them to like mention like, Oh boy, I think that Ross Perot guy is going <laughs> to. We did get so, a healthy dose of politics though. Somehow. Somehow. Oh, of course we did. Oh, yeah, yeah. We uh, have to give the satanic panic some representation. <laughs> um, I also have a question about yeah. Don't Stop Believing because Don't Stop Believing was written uh, in 1981. This <laughs> does Journey not exist in the no, Rock of Ages? I don't believe that it does. with the flap of a butterfly's wing arsenal, mm-hmm. Stacey Jax's band was created and um, the lead singer of Journey was tragically uh, dead. Yep, he got caught under a tractor. <laughs> the, the the bus driver actually ran him over while yeah, in, yeah. The beginning, in the beginning number because yeah. he wasn't paying attention. Funk. <laughs> Fuck you, Sherry. You killed Journey. <laughs> I've decided all of the plays I write in the future will always take place in the Rock of Ages universe. <laughs> I love so this. Just, even if it's not mentioned, Journey will not exist in the world of my yeah, plays. Yeah, of course. The ROACU. Um, of course of course okay i just uh so my next few notes i'm telling you i've got a lot of hair heavy notes here and i just (laughs) i do know how you feel about wigs russell brand's wig is a crime and it should are we sure that that is a wig a thousand percent i'm just relatively sure that's what russell brand looks like he takes care of his hair better than that his hair has more more moisture than that is the thirstiest driest that's a fire hazard if he gets too close to a space heater he will go up in flames i'm sure of it that fire started sure that wig started the triangle shirtwaist <laughs> it killed many thousands of women <laughs> but it's wild that he had it like, because <laughs> it so, long, so it's just like you got it well it's just style like just style it his hair <laughs> And then he can't get over the triangle. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. It's the dumbest fucking wig I've ever seen. Second only to Alec Baldwin's wig, which is equally bad. That's why they are there's those two are stuck together as lovers because they both have terrible wigs. Terrible hair. Terrible Terrible wigs. wigs. Terrible wigs. (laughs) I said this off camera already. I'm uh, flabbergasted by that whole the gay subplot because. In Don't Need Nothing But a Good Time, they both sing about banging chicks all the time. Russell Brand is fully tonguing a woman. <laughs> yeah. And now they're in love, which. No. Like, I gay, mean, but. <laughs> <laughs> who 
am I to judge? I'm not here to. I'm not going to cast aspersions. Uh, thank God the protesters uh, are part of this. Uh, so glad that we could get Tipper Gore's army out in force, <laughs> just screaming. Not Tipper Gore. <laughs> I love that uh, Drew sings jukebox hero at a record shop. <laughs> Two seconds later, says that he can't be a successful musician because he has stage fright. Yes. <laughs> Like where why you just sang with a group of people at a record shop. That's the thing, is that like he says he has stage fright and then it never comes up again. Yeah. And Julianne Ju- Huff tells her him to breathe. You just have to breathe. And then he's like, oh, yeah. just breathe. Just breathe. Oh, and dirty. he laughs oh, at her, which is the correct response. And she goes, She's like, No, seriously. Deep breath in and out, and you're fine. Like that is simply not how stage work works. That's this is the equivalent. This is the equivalent of you like telling somebody that you're like really struggling with your mental health, and they're like, "Just stop thinking." Yeah. Oh, fucking brilliant! Thank oh, you. I'm cured. Have you tried doing exercise? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank I, you so much. I actually do have the energy to exercise. Oh I, my god! <laughs> I will drink more water. That will fix it. Um, <laughs> just breathe. I would kill her. Honest to god, I would slaughter <laughs> her, her up the in fucking that Hollywood fucking record side. store. <laughs> The the Hollywood sign where uh, it's only the place where cool kids go to hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she fully later That's where in they the go movie, and smash bottles a- and make graffiti. <laughs> she fully takes a cab to the Hollywood sign. That is psychotic. It's like parked on a grassy hill. What the fuck? I'll guarantee you no cab drivers driving you up a fucking mountain, much less the Hollywood sign. <laughs> Fuck you, miss. <laughs> Somehow this cabbie is transplanted directly from New York City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know why I wrote Rock of Ages invented pitch perfect sing off, but I'm sure that yeah. it was how it felt. And it's probably true. I think probably because they do the medley thing of these two songs. I think Jukebox Hero and yeah. uh, I Love yeah. Rock and Roll yeah. both have they Jukebox references. Yeah. Yeah. They do that a lot, and it made me realize every song from the 80s sounds exactly the same. Yeah, I've seen so many mashups. Yeah. yeah. 80s music sucks. Yeah. And to quote uh, producer so Mitch, these songs just sound like cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I definitely yeah. I had lines of cocaine while watching this movie. I would have made the experience a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I mean, like if I'm watching a movie, I want to like crack open a beer or something. But this, I'm like, mm-hmm. I just wish I had like three lines of coke in front of me, right? But I don't know who to get it from. <laughs> who do I call? Who do I call? Uh, viewers, tweet at us if you got a line on some coke. Uh, just DM us. Thank you so much. We would love we're that. Okay, York, now we're on a fucking list. <laughs> Mark's about to get honey potted by the fucking feds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's about to get narcosed. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, I do think that okay, so Russell Brand, here is where Russell Brand worked for me. It was very clear that his character and kind of Alec Baldwin's character together are tasked with giving us all the exposition. Oh my yeah. god. Um, and I think that so much exposition. <laughs> and I think Russell Brand chose to deliver those lines as a bit. Like yeah. he's doing yeah. exposition as a bit like oh do you mean the person that you're supposed to call but he's doing it like in a heightened way where i feel like he's in on the sure. joke which works yeah. for me because i'm like oh yeah exposition as a bit this line in like less skilled hands would be so annoying and so terribly written but when right. russell brand does it it sounds like a joke like we're all like winking at the material yeah 
Which so, is, I kind of wish that everyone had done that because the dialogue <laughs> in this movie is so trash. fucking rough. Real oh my God. <sighs> I think Russell Brand's character in the stage version mm-hmm. is a narrator. Oh, and okay. then they do a good job of transferring that over. Yeah. Like, just cut the character if you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you have a narrator yeah, just and don't want a narrator in a movie. Do a voiceover. Who gives a shit? You yeah. can have it be fucking anybody. You could have it be the fucking. Rolling Stone reporter, for fuck's sake. Like, Yeah, exactly. Writing a... Anyway. Oh, don't get me fucking started about the Rolling Stone reporter. <sighs> we don't have time. Constance Sack. Constance. Constance, that's right. Tack. You gotta say Sack. Constance Sack. Uh, um, I wrote down my favorite Alec Baldwin line, which was, taxes are so unrock and roll. I wrote that down too. What the fuck is that line? Taxes are so unrock and I'm writing that on his grave. I'm <laughs> spray painting. Out. I did write down <sighs> the line, Russell Brand's line, marinating. She looks like she's been marinating in Margaret Thatcher's bum hole, which was psychotic, <laughs> but I loved. It made me laugh, honestly. I really did laugh at that one. That's a solid that's a solid one. What was Russell Brand's fucking accent in this? Sometimes he was doing a weird accent. I know he has an accent, but he was also doing an additional accent, I feel like. No? Yeah. It's I, not how Russell Brand normally talks. There was a, every once in a while it would get into like more I gotta Scottish say, kind of. I don't know. It was weird. Oh, sure. I gotta say, um, basically, I blacked out um, in between uh, musical numbers. So oh, I cool, basically cool. just remember. I don't remember much of the, <laughs> the actual dialogue of the movie. You must have been more confused than me. <laughs> um, and you missed out because missed, only because the dialogue was so fucking bad. I was yeah, like, this doesn't. Yeah. None of the it's, the plot doesn't make any fucking sure. sense. And all of Catherine and Zeta Jones's line reads are unhinged. The phrasing unhinged. is fucking bananas. Yeah. I had no idea what any where any every sentence was a roller coaster. We could have been upside down halfway through the sentence. I had no fucking idea. She'd be like this, and not even as a joke. I just think she took way too long. No, to that's just the Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> that's CZJ, baby. Um, <laughs> maybe honest, I like turn the movie. Yeah. No, I think she was okay, fun. So this she was is a great my argument. She got the show. No, yeah. She got the zhuzh. I think that she's an excellent character. She did a really good job with mm-hmm. that character because that character does feel slightly unhinged. Oh, yeah. Especially because, like, she's so obsessed with this one guy and you know that they fucked. Of course. Um, and, like, the second I clocked her, I was like, I cannot wait for her to take off her blazer and become, like, a me- heavy metal goddess. Body be right, you banging. Like, Velma Kelly is bath, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna I honestly think that like she's not the best singer on the planet, but I do enjoy watching her she's perform. Simply better than I because she's she's having a blast. Yeah. And I think that her voice like fits Rock of Ages much better than it did Chicago. I agree. Yeah, it works. I, I think the scene with her in the church, uh the yes. what is that? Cook it real tough cook hit me with your best shot. I think that that um, as a ensemble piece and like as Catherine Zeta Jones's like big number worked on every level for me. The choreo yeah. is great. She's yeah. fucking crazy. The church ladies are crazy. I'll be honest, I really didn't need the interstitials of Brian Cranston fucking his assistant. Yeah, that was that weird. Storyline was irrelevant to me. Um, it didn't add anything to the plot. It was no, just yeah. there. One finds out about it makes there's no reason. right because she's such like a like psycho like dom i wanted him to be like a little cuck boy i just wanted him to be like a little like i love my psycho wife who's insane i don't know right 
I didn't need uh, that. I didn't need that. Yeah. One of one of uh, her church lady friends had my favorite line in the whole movie. I legit laughed at this, which was, uh, my son ate the head of my neighbor's yes. horse because of Satan. Yes. yes. I screamed. I didn't mention it. My neighbor's horse. <laughs> In Los Angeles, my son ate the head what? of my neighbor's horse because he moved to the city and he eats a horse. <laughs> and I laughed at that too, Mark. I thought it was so fucking oh funny. God, that was <laughs> I'm glad you wrote it down because I did not. Um, yeah, no, I le- I legit laughed so oh, so crazy. Good. I I loved the choreography. I didn't love the choreography throughout the movie, but I loved the choreography in the church scene. Except yeah, the church that scene was really excellent. Catherine Zeta Jones cannot body roll. She's like no, fucking no. Yeah, step. <laughs> that that song was the only song that felt like oh, this is a musical. It like, worked. Yeah, it's a song like fit her motivation while the rest of them are just shoehorned in so i'm yes. like okay this is a thousand percent i'm like oh that's what the musical is supposed to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what this is supposed to be it's and yeah i agree a thousand percent mark um yeah and then after that that's when they go to the hollywood sign you know that very secret spot that no one knows about the hollywood right. sign <laughs> it's very secret it's very exclusive you never know where it is um i don't understand <laughs> never the timing know. The location always you never changes. know where the it's constantly moving i don't understand like the, the timing yes i don't understand the timing of this relationship in my mm-hmm. mind the action of this movie ha- like happens within the span of maybe a week and a half their first date oh, really? their first date is the day after she gets to the city yeah yeah. And he tells her, I love you. <laughs> and then exactly they, like it happens so quickly. They sing yeah. to each other and then we cut the music just to hear their fucking gross mouth sounds. I'm like, thank that God. That was a long kiss. Oh, yeah. That was the longest kiss I've ever seen on screen. Right. And I, I, I didn't want I to see them smooch. I just I I was so confused because like it happened immediately and I was like okay now what like this relationship has nowhere to go so that's when I called it and I like to mention I said something's gonna happen with Stacy tracks where their relationship gets Mm. fucked up either she does fuck him or he thinks she fucks him like a classic mix him up and uh, I was right classic musical theater mix him up he's like what do you figure I'm like they're together way too fucking early for this relationship Mm -hmm. to be successful yeah they're gonna make and us care about this. I have a question for you: Would you cheat on Mix with uh, Mitch with Stacy Jacks? Thousand percent, no questions. Me too. Thousand percent. I would. <laughs> you would also cheat on Mitch with. You would also cheat on Mitch. Yeah, thousand percent. Thousand percent. Before we get and to Mitch see- not defend himself because he does not have a microphone. <laughs> That's, correct. That's correct. That's correct. He has and no he's power here, chess, so he doesn't get a um, say. I wrote down. I don't think Alec Baldwin knew this was a musical until the movie came out in theaters. A thousand percent. And they did not dub him. I don't know no, who Tom Cruise paid off dub. to do his music for him, but yeah. they did not offer that service to Alec Baldwin. And he is struggling. Yes. Um, yes, I did write down which. Uh, hold on. I got to find it. It's very important for me to get this exactly right. Which is worse, Alec Baldwin singing or pretending to enjoy music? <laughs> his him acting like he likes music and the sound yeah. that it makes or him singing because he's yeah. like i've never seen a human react to music in the way that alec baldwin does yeah, and it upsets me like he's <laughs> i can't even 
even describe it. You have to watch it. It's unhinged, honestly. Okay, I'll go start the movie over. Yeah, yeah let's it. watch it right now. It's fucked up. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. And then, like, the next day, so after their date, the next day, they're like, the opener canceled. And she's like, Drew's got a band. And he's like, but my stage fright, psych, that doesn't exist. Psych. Psych. We fixed that in the record shop when when I breathed. <laughs> yeah, when I finally breathed for the first time at 21 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and then what I really loved is that all that happens and they're like, okay, fine, you're the start, like you're the opener, whatever. And then she goes, I'm going to take my break. And she takes her break to go scream in an alley. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just to go sing passionately in an alley. Whom's amongst us working customer service hasn't done that, though? Mm-hmm. I do that in my office. I'm still confused about the world of the musical. Of course. As, all, as we are all. But Drew's band is told no covers, and then they sing I Want to Rock. So also, <laughs> Twisted Sister does not exist. No, it does not. EU. Even though they use several of Twisted Sister songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. If your first intro to I Want to Rock wasn't the SpongeBob movie, then we're not the same. And that's Thank all you. I have to say about sure. that. <laughs> I'm glad somebody finally said it. Finally. I am a goofy goober. <laughs> That was my. I thought they made that song up for the movie, and then to hear oh, it in the wild—my God! I was like, "Wow, this is um, this is wild." Wow, that band is covering the song from SpongeBob <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real uh, attack on D. Snyder. Um, I will be honest. I thought Tom Cruise fucking nailed it. I'm. Uh, I want to be honest, and I say that I don't think Tom Cruise is acting. I think that's oh, just no. Tom Cruise. Mitch said Tom Cruise is living out a fantasy right now. <laughs> this is a dream of his for sure. I was watching this and thought Tom Cruise was wi- like at this time was like the start of the McConaughey. Like Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey is like mm-hmm. re- from rom yes. like yeah. This is this is a few years before. Uh, Magic Mike. I think this is Tom Cruise's reconnaissance where he's like, I no longer want to do uh, action movies. Yeah. I want to sing and I want to play that and I'm uh, a that guy in uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, this is like weird character roles and some work, some don't. Yeah. Both of these did. <laughs> I I thought it was great. And uh, Paul Giamatti, hardest working man in Hollywood. Uh, oh, my God. Loves to play shady music. Talk about yeah, hair. He's great at it. He fucking, he's great at being shady. He rocks a fuzzy low pony with mm-hmm. bald on top, like, well, yeah. illegally. It shouldn't be allowed yeah. to be that good at working well, at right? it. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of screamed when I saw it. I was like, oh, look at that pony. I love it. I loved his little satchel for his mobile. I, I need a crossbody satchel for my cell phone. Stat. Yes. <laughs> he kills it. I want to see Wait, Paul Giamatti wearing purses? little rings. <laughs> it's oh, not no, the no, same, no. Connor. <laughs> I need a, I need a my purse just for the cell phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, walking into that room full of monkeys and women was tough for me, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, hey, the director hardcore dancers to literally lick tom cruise's chest i said how do i get a job just being horny for tom cruise that was that was all their jobs was just to be horny for him i think you have to be in scientology to do that done i don't care (laughs) zoot my Uh, body to the planet or whatever i don't care i legit moaned in pleasure (laughs) when tom cruise started singing wanted dead or alive When he hops on that keg as he sings on a steel horse I ride, I went to another plane of existence. (laughs) I astral projected into hell. (laughs) 
I, I next to the no one I was sitting next to him said, Do you, "Are you seeing this shit? Yeah. Can you believe this shit?" <laughs> Well, meanwhile, all the women he pays to be horny for him are just writhing around following right. him. Yeah. It's like the scene in Jesus Christ Superstar when all the lepers are crawling on Jesus, yes. except <laughs> this is horny. <laughs> it's horny then, too, but this is more. Horny. I was going to say it was horny then, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, OK. And then Tom Cruise meets Ch- Sherry. Juliana yes. And I just need to say. Her tits in that scene are the biggest they are throughout the whole movie. They're very small the rest of the movie. And I want to know what kind of padding she's got on there. She doesn't get a job because of how small her boobs are. Uh, thank mm. you. Those are a full, that's at least a full C cup, what she's rocking right there. And she's been a low B the entire movie. So I it, need it, to know what's going on. We had to touch the boobs. At <laughs> we we had to feature it. So we yeah. plumped them up because they right. are full as hell in that scene. And I was mad about it. I wrote it down. That's how mad I was. Yeah. I wrote down Tom Cruise's honking boobies left and right. He in this is trip. honking boobies. He has got them He's honkers. He's honking like three pair in ten minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the honks got more plot than uh, Alec Baldwin and Russell Brand's relationship. <laughs> the, the honks are a plot line for sure. Absolutely. I'm not surprised when I see Tom Cruise honk a to- honk a hooter. I honk am surprised honk? when I see Alec Baldwin and Russell Brand smooch. Mm-hmm. That's bad mm-hmm. writing. <laughs> that is bad writing. Uh, yeah. Um, I then I well, I went for a long time without taking notes because the next note I have is Juliana Huff's titty tape is doing God's work, and I know that was when she becomes a stripper because her tits look very full then too. This was the time where right like around the uh, pour some sugar on me song oh. happened. Oh yeah, is when I paused the movie to uh, go to the bathroom, <laughs> and that's when I realized. It was a two-hour movie, <laughs> and I. You were like, down. surely it's winding down now, and yeah. then you pause. You're like, oh no, well, I'm only thirty lovers, minutes in. Them being this lovers is the halfway point. Eighty-seven minutes long, yeah. but it's over two hours. <laughs> what the hell? I really thought that the lover reveal was wrapping things up. Me too. Right, same. And it is a mid. It is a midway point. Yeah. <laughs> it is just uh, a it's just decoration. It doesn't affect anything. No, no one is talking about like what I guess is a good thing. Like, no, it's not like it I it feels kind of homophobic, but it's not like Oh no, it's extremely homophobic because it's doing, played as a joke. Right. People aren't doing homophobia at them for being no, gay. No, it doesn't the, affect the, their relationship at at all. Any of their relationships. They're just like, we're gay and it's okay. <laughs> like Okay, why did you need to be like, what's going on? What's happening? Why did we do this? Are we sure they're saying it's okay, though? Because I was not entirely convinced. Oh, no, they're definitely playing it for laughs. But I mean, like, it's not like their business is in trouble. Like, it's not like their workers are like, you're gay. We're not working here anymore. Like, it's not it doesn't affect their relationships with anyone. Right, right, right. Being gay is rock and roll. (laughs) Taxes, not rock. Let's keep a list. Let's recap. (laughs) Taxes, not rock and roll. Being gay, very rock and roll. That's just true. I would agree with that statement. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) In the vein of, uh, in that same vein, should I get a jean vest? Because I was kind of like into that. Yeah, I think you'd look really good, Con. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think you could rock it. 
Get some patches. Um, I, get some. Get some studs. Yeah. You got this. I I think I could totally pull it off. I already like kind of have like soft punk vibes anyway, so yeah. like I can do it. I could do it. You transition um, to a I, hard punk real quick. Yeah, it's easy. It's like right there. It's just two steps away. I really fucking it like absolutely hit me in the face when they, uh, Juliana Huff and Diego were or Diego I forget his last name were like singing that song after she goes to the strip club and he's like, Oh, remember the good times and the good times. Like, a month ago. One night they spent at yeah. the fucking Hollywood. Brother, side. that was two weeks ago. Like that happened just, just so recently. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that was yesterday, dude. Yeah. Uh, they do have a classic mix them up. That is how all this kicks off. Um, because we got to talk about this fucking, Rolling Stone reporter who does an interview with Tom Cruise and changes his life by saying, you write bad songs now and it's your manager's fault. And he's like, you're the love of my life. <laughs> you are the love of my life. I'm going to do a lot of uh, oral sex jokes right now very quickly while singing. So I, I, thought, know what love is. I thought Tom Cruise singing. I want to know what love is with her was like him being like, I don't want this like wild lifestyle yeah. anymore. Oh, I just sure. felt like to settle down and have boring missionary sex. And then right when he starts singing that, I'm like, oh, okay, he wants to settle down. And then she sticks her tongue in his ear and then like rips her clothes off and is like jumping on his dick on the pool table. I know she was so like, she was so aloof during the interview. And I'm like, so your mind changed because he was like, you got good ideas. He gave her one compliment, honey, have more self-respect than that. (laughs) Hold out for two at least. Make sure he's got another one locked and loaded. Honestly. Um, That whole scene made me uncomfortable. And I know it was played for laughs, but it didn't. It just because I couldn't tell what the tone was because up to that where they're playing it very straight. um, I mean, Tom Cruise is being unhinged, but in a way that vibes with like the world that they've built. And then all of a sudden it takes this wild shift into comedy that doesn't make sense to me yeah and it like it doesn't i don't know it the way that we are introduced to constance and like how she is and then all of a sudden she's like no i actually am going to fuck the subject of my interview yeah she took off her glasses and took down her barrette and now she's a fuck machine yeah exactly it's like absolutely fucking wild and unhinged i do think though that the second scene between the two of them at the very end of the movie because you know we have 15 plots and yes. none of them yeah. have this consecutive comes back scenes. around then yeah um i do think the second scene with them is much funnier when Agreed. he's like walking through the club Agreed. and like making out with women and is like one second i have Hold to make on. out I with all these women this. and she's very understanding hilarious yeah that worked yeah. for me yes. the whole time <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious but like if they had like i agree with you if they had had that tone at the beginning of the interview then it would have worked better well and i because i that is like kind of the character i feel like that malin ackerman usually plays like that the actress mm-hmm. I feel like she is always like weird, sexy comedy girl. Um, yeah. Like sexy as it played for comedy kind of mm-hmm. actress. And so I was like really excited when she was in the movie. I'm like, oh, nice. Like an actual like full part for her. Like it's, this is a little bit different than usual. And I was like, oh, no, this is just the same. <laughs> but like yeah, con- the same thing. congrats to Malin Ackerman for getting to tongue Tom Cruise. And for that, I say you're my queen. You're my, you're my queen. Um, I was. Yes. Um, I, so like Benny or I kept calling him Benny. I couldn't remember his name. Drew, Drew, Drew. uh, opens for, uh, Stacey Jacks after seeing, 
um, Sherry like walk out of his room and he zips his and pants up or something it, and like he that. Just adjusts his dick, which by the way, dudes do literally, literally every five seconds. Every hour. So like midst of adjusting I'm right now. Tucking my, I'm touching my dick right now. I just am like, okay, that's that's nothing, and especially nothing when it's Stacy Jackson. His pants are fully like unzipped all the time. He walks around with his pants unzipped multiple times in that movie. <laughs> Four or five times that I could see. Um, Absolutely. And, in, and so obviously he just assumes that she was overcome with lust and forgot their three-day love. Not a poor assumption on his part, frankly. Um, and then he brushes her off and doesn't accuse her outright of it. Just says, you're a fucking nothing. And I could get a hundred people like you. And then Paul Giamatti's he like, does all this while the sweatiest I've ever seen a man. <laughs> yes. But his they, hair. <laughs> yes. they, that wig they had, had to have been hot. And they're like, go do this scene now. <laughs> yeah. They dunked him for good. Sopping wet. He would reek. Oh my God. Can you imagine the fucking stank on him when he comes off at the stage? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> and then, and then Paul Giamatti's like creeping in the shadows. Like, let her go, man. Come with mm-hmm. me to Hollywood. <laughs> My question is, is where the fuck is his band? He makes all of these decisions and oh. his band is just nowhere. Well, they're waiting tables. They're barbacks. So they have a job to do. <laughs> right. But like, he's like, all like, yeah, I'll sign with this record I company. Know. And I'm like, I, what, you There's have a band behind one. you. There's, There's more than one, one person in this group. Like what, why are you making all the executive decisions? Yeah. This doesn't feel yeah. right. And, and it's not like he was going solo. Like he took the band. Right. Well, it didn't make any sense what to me. I was very confused by was that Stacy Jacks is getting Rolling Stone covers and like selling out the Bourbon Room and ostensibly like baseball fucking football stadiums. Um, right. And yet we are forced to sit through a montage of record labels going rock is dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I loved was that we had to watch that montage of all the record labels going rock is dead. And then we end the movie with them all going, Rock will never die because I took off this upside down visor. I'm like, but all the music labels just said it was dead. So, like, what right. is the truth? What's real here? But it, what is the truth? If no one's going to sign you to Let a record label, in. like, he was like, I'll make it on my own. And Paul Giamatti was like, Were we not in the same meetings? They told you they wouldn't sign you if you're a rock star. And he's like, Right. Rock is forever, baby, at the bourbon room. And I'm like, Well, Okay, to be fair, we did watch you do the business of trying to pitch a rock album and no one signed you. So yeah. the bourbon room fits two thousand people. No one else. <laughs> you can't make LA a living there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like that. Uh I just didn't write anything down about the Mary J. Blige section because it uh just upset me too much. I couldn't bear <laughs> I, to be writing during it. <laughs> well, you didn't like Mary J. Blige's girl no, boss energy. I didn't like Mary J. Blige at all. Period. We need to stop trying to make her an actress. She's, she's not, not an a, actress. She's not, not an actress. She's very like have bad. her in the have her in the movie because she's a great singer. Yeah. Yeah. Like I enjoyed every time she popped in to do like a quick riff on one of the sure. songs. But she's her performance is so wooden. Dialogue just sounds so yeah like stilted coming yeah. out of her mouth. I stop putting her in things. Does yeah. she look incredible in a glittery pantsuit? Yes. Does she yes. look amazing with giant hair? Yes. yes. Should she be in this film? No. No. We can But also like the character doesn't need to be in the film. No. That's correct. I, like no. You could 
eat like trim 15 minutes off this movie if it was just Julianne Hough going walks to walks into the a strip club, club. <laughs> and yeah right. and she, that's it i don't need a we have like two full songs of her contemplating being a stripper i don't need yes. an inspirational like <laughs> madam being like you can do this just become a sex worker <laughs> like okay she could have gotten there on her own frankly exactly um and or pitch uh, after her star turn in Hustlers, we could have had J-Lo do this and be so much better. That would have been fun. Thank you. She can also sing, and I would have much rather seen J-Lo. And she's a much better performer. She's a much better actor, in actor. my opinion. Um, I do love when she fully decides to become a strip. Also, she throws a drink as a waitress in a guy's face, and she absolutely would not be allowed to do that. I really wanted her to smash the glass in his face. That's yeah. what I wanted. Just like turn around, just glass in the eye. Fucking but it's like real like it's R-rated violence. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking gore. It back to the musical theater world. <laughs> um, and that's how we turn this into a horror musical. So she decides to become a stripper. She's bad at stripping. Spoiler alert. Um, she's not good at doing sexy dancing, uh, in my opinion. I was not at all turned on. (laughs) Uh, But she goes to the Hollywood sign to meet Drew. Or no, she's at the Hollywood sign. And then Drew's like, what? You came here to this top secret spot once again that no one knows about? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I forced my cab driver to go (laughs) off-roading to get me here. He's so mad at the front scene. I had to pay him all my stripping wages. This fucking broad. And she goes, so they're like having like this tete-a-tete and she goes, I'm a stripper. And he tries to one-up her by saying, I'm in a boy band. I'm in a boy band. Those things are not equivalent. Those are not the same. She says that he has it worse than she does. (laughs) I know. She's wrong. Well, you win this one. (laughs) Um, In the montage of Drew eventually becoming a boy band boy josh easy uh, what the, the guy who tells him rock is dead was the original broadway drew oh and, no oh, my god honoring the source material wow this is like when mike myers plays the guy uh telling queen bohemian rhapsody won't make teens bang their head in the car exactly exactly yeah this is uh like when stephen king is in any of his movies in any <laughs> of his movies uh i wrote down again just... the story sounds bad exactly <laughs> That's stephen king's cameo and everything this sounds a little far-fetched i love when sherry's having a bad day at the office and mary j blige comes up to her and she's like <laughs> juliana is like I guess I should leave. And Mary J. Blige is like, you should. <laughs> because you didn't move here for music, baby. You moved here for love. Excuse me? No, she Imagine. moved here to be a singer. If my boss in New York City said, you didn't move here. You didn't move here for New York. You moved here for love. I would kill them. I would slap them in the face. <laughs> I uprooted my whole life to fall in love. That's not real. Um, like it makes sense if you like follow a boy or a girl like yeah yeah if her boyfriend had moved to la hopefully fall in love (laughs) yeah fingers crossed in this in a holiday weekend a four-day weekend (laughs) then i'm moving back to tulsa yes i'm moving back to tulsa and settling down with my jock boyfriend um (laughs) 
I yes. and again, because the timeline in this movie makes no sense, I am imagining that she's moving back to Tulsa after being there for one week. Oh yeah, cool. it was a round trip ticket. She's just on vacation. <laughs> yeah, she's vacay. It's vacay, baby. I think that's probably a good place to take a break. There's not an intermission, but we will take a break and we will be right back. I just wanted to note because at some point they sing we built this city. Oh, it's when the um they're about they're outside the bourbon room and the Tipper Gore army is versus the patrons who are going to see Arsenal's No, this is not Arsenal's last performance. Now, this is Stacy Jackson's It's supposed to be Stacy Jackson's um, that they've organized yeah. to give the the um what are they the easy boys the 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 the, uh, the Z-Guy-Z. Um could never remember that name. The Z-Guy-Z need a reason to perform. So Paul Giamatti has convinced Alec Baldwin to do this gig where he'll have Stacy Jack's feature. Yeah. And they're outside. So now uh, Tipper Gore Army is protesting outside and Russell Brand is on the other side and they're screaming. They start singing, we built this city. And I just want everyone to know that uh, my youngest brother did a series uh, video. Mark, you've seen this, I think. I think it's on YouTube. I could probably link it in the notes um, if I can find it. He should. I haven't talked to Leif since I filmed that video. He like... (laughs) <laughs> Unfriended me on social media because I found um, the video. It is like a fucking time lapse of us remodeling our living room. <laughs> and it is set to we built this city. Just imagine people like in frames <laughs> rolling up a rug to we built this city. <laughs> it's it honestly so the greatest work of our lifetime. Um Thank God Will Forte's yeah. in this movie as the reporter doing God's work, just running back yeah. and forth. Honestly. With the franticness comedy. that only Will Forte has and can and can imbue into a scene. Just I was so yes. glad he was the reporter. That would have been lost on anyone else. But Will Forte, thank God, says someone needs to desperately run back and yeah. forth with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um and then Stacy Jacks. Oh, Stacy Jacks calls the Rolling calls Rolling Stone up and says, "Who's the reporter who did the story on me?" Yeah, and then the fucking Miller. what is his name? I Miller. Yeah, it just gives out. away the fucking <laughs> reporter's location. Yeah. Excuse me, that could be a psycho <laughs> trying her? to kill She's her. Do you not do that. Like, I have a gig, and <laughs> TJ Miller is like, "Well, are you Stacy Jacks?" <laughs> Classic. Um, but Stacy Jacks rolls up on a motorcycle because I guess he can do that, even though he's like a fucking world famous star. No one will mob him. He can't walk through a club without a woman shoving her tongue down yeah, his throat, but he not. can ride a motorcycle unaccompanied. Sure. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Where does two silent <laughs> exactly. bodyguards go? I love those guys. Love those um, guys. And he walks up to. Yeah. They never seem to be around was, him. They never like hands. they're always in <laughs> they're different doing... locations. They're grabbing <laughs> celery sticks at the craft service. They're table. over at Crafty once again, uh, eating peanut butter by the fucking bucket full. Just How do you think they got so big? Games. That's what I'm saying. Um, oh, I forgot about the scene where Paul, where Tom Cruise fires Paul Giamatti by pissing on him. Um, oh yeah, amazing. Which leads me to my question: Do you think you can drink and pee at the same time? I don't think that's possible. 
I don't think I have the muscle coordination to do that. I considered trying it after watching the movie last night. I thought about the mechanics of it as I was doing it. I don't, I can't do that. (laughs) I'm going to try it after this record. It's like your head while rubbing your belly. Yeah. Right. Can you pee while taking a drink? You're mixing a fine motor function with a a major motor function, which is really, really tough. Hashtag Stacey Jack's challenge. Videotape yourself (laughs) pissing and drinking at the same time and tweet it. Pissing and drinking at the same time. (laughs) He's... Oh, it's disgusting. Um, but he's mad at Paul Giamatti for taking money away from the club, which yes. I guess is redeeming. We're like, well, we forgive your probable horrible abuses of women and inappropriate gropings uh, because you're uh, deep down. You care about a small business owner. And we love that. Absolutely. <laughs> this musical solidified bros before hoes. Yeah. A thousand percent. Dude's right. Correct. Um, Stacey Jacks rolls up on uh Catherine Zeta-Jones puts his hand on her boob and says, the greatest compliment you can give a woman, which is your tits have held up well. (laughs) Yes. Honest to God, if I get, if I, God willing, make it to my 60s, 50s even, and someone puts their hand on my boob and says, your tits have held up well. Thank you so much. Greatest compliment I could ever get. That's what I'm And that's on record. And that's on record. And somebody probably will now do that. Mitch, you are, you have been warned. (laughs) It can't be Mitch. He'll be too. It's like when you pick up when you do that phone trick where you fill a phone full of pennies, uh, so it gets slowly oh, sure. heavier and heavier over time. He'll get used to it. I need Someone's, an unbiased no, opinion. Absolutely, thirty-five years to finally do that. <laughs> what a callback! I can't wait to make a note in my to-do app for twenty-six <laughs> years in the future. Have someone feel, I'm setting a reminder as we boobs. speak. <laughs> yeah. Wake up that day be, with an alarm set saying touch Meryl's boob. Yeah. Update <laughs> Meryl on like, the progress of her boobs. <laughs> I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it a Facebook invite. It's just so gonna be all of your friends are gonna be invited. Yeah, could you send me a G to compliment? <laughs> send me an send me an invite on Google. Um now did Tom Cruise walk away from CZJ uh, by licking his fingers and then touching her giner. I, I don't. Because he don't licked know. his fingers and then like went below frame, and then she screamed and he walked away. Did wow. that happen? Wow, Did I don't I know. <laughs> Mark, was that a sex dream you had about this movie? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I mean, no. she does like I am almost positive orgasm. This she does I do know she does like the oh, yeah. I do like and then just gives a her a second later slips her a quick ditch and then mm-hmm. bounces. Well, who hasn't yeah. been there? Um it's just how you say hello in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or I made it up. Or Mark's just doing his weird horny fantasies on air. Who knows? <laughs> This um, is we do not kink shame here at Bits Over Broadway. Right. <laughs> Just as long you. as you have consent. Um, but I I love that Russell Brand like flees to where they keep all the records. Uh, of course, in the Bourbon Room, remembers mm-hmm. where he saw because he has been saying through the movie she does look awfully familiar, doesn't she? Um, about CZJ and oh, right. goes to get Arsenal's record, and she's literally in the mid, like she's the centerfold. Yeah. Yes. With a body that simply won't quit. Her, her I mean, body Catherine is Zeta-Jones. banging in that picture of her next to Tom Cruise. Like, stat, like unbelievable bod. Um, 
And then Russell Brand shouts, this is our Watergate, which did make me laugh a lot, actually. (laughs) That was a very good line, I will admit. This woman had sex with a guy 10 years ago. The man rock and roll is safe. Rock and roll is, has been saved because of this one hookup that only two people knew about. Because you couldn't possibly think that rock music is bad after having liked it one time. Right. Exactly. What is converting to religion? If not that. (laughs) Right. Once you, one time you were cool with the devil and now you're not, you can't go back and be like one time you were cool with the devil. Like, yeah, man, but I'm not now. It's fine. I got Jesus. That's literally fundamentalism. <laughs> Thank you. And then uh, and then Stacey Jacks enters the club and we have the whole bit with Malin Ackerman. Oh, God. So fucking funny. I did think it was very funny that he stopped to make out. And then a lot of like looks back, at, a lot of physical comedy of like, oh, my God, can you believe this is taking so long? And her being like, oh, my God, of course, whatever you need to do for your fans. Um, no worries. Don't worry. I'm like here whenever you need me. <laughs> and then I... I do have a theory here, and I'd love to get some feedback on this. Okay. I think that Tom Cruise ad-libbed this part where he asks her to open her mouth and just goes in tongue first. Yeah. Like, there's, tries to eat her? There's no way that was written. I swear to God, Tom Cruise told Malin Ackerman, open your mouth, and then just stuck his tongue into the hole. I'm not yeah. kidding. I really believe truly in my heart that was not in the script. I believe that Tom Cruise did she that. Looked, she looked confused and it wasn't not accurate. It was not accurate. No, she, yeah. she, she, be she opens her mouth a little and then there has to be something on his face where he like tells her to open her mouth more. Yeah. <laughs> Wide like a boa. And then he just <laughs> puts his little tongue in there. It's so gross. And that is um, how we know that uh, she was trained at Second City or UCB. You know, she <laughs> yes-handed the scene. She did. And then everyone cheers, which doesn't make any sense because half that club is full of women who want to fuck Stacey Jacks. Yeah, um, right. And then for some reason, we insist on doing this uh, Z-Guy's bit where they perform... <sighs> Real Millie Vanilli moment where they are very clearly lip syncing. Not Millie like. Vanilli. And then, like, Joshy, Joshy Z, Nay Drew, just runs off. I guess Nay Wolfgang von Kold, Nay Josh, uh, Nay Drew, yeah. um, runs off stage mid performance because Sherry shows up with a bag of records and is like, thank you. Oh, because we forgot to say, he found all her records, thank God, in one aisle in the uh, tower. (laughs) All in the same, all in the same spot. Well, she famously only only likes bands that started with F. Under the name H. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. He collects all her records and then returns them to her. And she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm in love with you again, even though you essentially called me a hussy and left me. Um, And so he leaves the performance to go smooch her. Which is and rude. to fire Paul Giamatti and to fire and you know what I say love don't pay the rent Josh Easy I think you should have kept your boy band gig frankly do you think that day of filming when Diego Bonita had to high five the monkey after he punched Paul <gasps> Giamatti do you think Diego Bonita thought to himself I am never going to work in film again again because <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst. This is the lowest of the low. And he did a Ryan Murphy project. Oh, did he? Okay. So yeah, he worked on Scream Queens. Well, that's not film. That's not film. That's TV. 
That means he'll show up in American Horror Story in a couple of years, probably. Yeah, so he's good. He's got that Ryan Murphy money. I yeah. would put it in my writer that I would never touch a monkey nor work on set with a monkey. Yeah. So, and I'm concerned the fact that the monkey got credited. Is that monkey a member of SAG-AFTRA? What, how <laughs> does it work? That monkey is union, yes. If your names are in the credits, are you union? Do you get... That and mon- the monkey got like that a monkey whiff. gets screeners. That monkey votes for the Academy Awards. Oh my god, that monkey is the guy is like the reason why the Oscars is the way it is. <laughs> Blame Mon- it all on Heyman. He's so white. Oh my monkey god, so we've is we've solved it? Hollywood. <laughs> that monkey loved Ford v Ferrari and hated Parasite. <laughs> and that's racism. Um, <laughs> I hated that monkey. I hated that it was in the movie. Yeah. I hated all of its bits. I'm famously very afraid of monkeys and hate them all. It, it was an aggressive looking monkey too. His sharp yeah. teeth. I'm concerned about yeah. the safety of the actors on the set. I don't think yeah. you can. Here's the thing. Monkey will rip your face out, pluck your little eyeballs out of your skull like they're grapes, mm-hmm. eat them for candy. And mm-hmm. there's just no way to control because it it's an animal and it doesn't um, but- have the same brain as you. And so I don't trust that. What would they... You know that someone was standing off to the side of the camera with a gun in every scene that that monkey was on set. Because if that monkey went for Tom Cruise's throat, the monkey has to be killed. The monkey gets put down. It's a real Harambe situation. Honestly, (laughs) the same thing could be said for Alec Baldwin. That's true. Yeah, but that's a a trank. That's a trank. This is a full real bullet, Mark. (laughs) His brother Billy is standing off to the side. With a loaded pistol, yes. in case he calls Tom Cruise a pig and a worthless whore. I want that in the credits. That's my union job on a film set is monkey shooter. <laughs> I'll shoot the monkey. I'm, I'm not afraid. Hey, I don't care. I'll I, shoot think, the monkey, okay? I think the guy who shot Harambe was justified, and I think he should be exonerated. We shouldn't hold that against him. I hope he sleeps well at night. And the guy who shot Cecil the lion. Yeah, honestly, lions are so big, could bite you right up in the face. I don't <laughs> trust animals. <laughs> I'm afraid of them. Clearly. I just don't think they should be around humans like that. I don't think that's right. I don't, I sure. think it's like not to get fucking animal abuse here because whatever, but like I think it's fucking weird that we put that monkey in a little Navy Admiral suit and we made him throw cd cases at paul giamatti that's abuse to paul giamatti and to the monkey (laughs) i don't like it i don't want to high five a monkey but their hands are so long anyway so then uh the z guys get disbanded um on stage in my my head canon they found a new joshi and they did better than arsenal yes they should they deserve it um they 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 then became new kids on the block in the mm-hmm. ROACU, they definitely are, um, yeah, more successful. I would yeah, agree. a thousand percent. Because as the as we have established, Rock is dead. Yeah, Rock is dead. Well, then um, Russell Brand comes out and is like, "What if we tried this again?" Basically, or maybe it's Juliana Huff is like, you, "Are you guys ready to actually rock now? <laughs> Do you get right. tired of not yeah. rocking and you'd yeah. like to now begin to rock?" Um, but and then she starts the rock show with a classic rock and roll line, and now for a very special song from a very special person. What's more mm-hmm. rock and roll than that? Is what yeah. I'm asking you. Nothing. And she sings, uh, "Journey, don't stop believing." 
Um, Wolfgang von Colts, don't stop believing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wolfgang von Colts. That's a terrible name, by the way. Wolf- it really Wolfgang is. It's hard von to say. <laughs> yeah. And remember and care about, frankly. And Z Guys. Every Z-Guys. name in that show sucks. Sucks. It's so Z Guys. And they're like trying, I don't know, they're making fun of, I guess it's not a good, I guess it depends on who you are, but like, why are you shitting on? It felt very uh, kind of racist a little. I know all the people in the Z Guys were white, but they're doing like this hip hop pop. Yeah. It's all just a little. And then one of the guys is like, do you rap? And that's what like one of the record labels guys is like, oh, do you rap? And they're kind of like, what? I would fucking never. That's yeah. not real. And I'm just like, this is I don't know. All music is valid. Be cool, man. Like, I get it. This is a show about rock for rockers. But Diego right. Benito, go listen to the Beastie Boys. They mix rock and rap together. Diego Benito, exactly. you could have been the Beastie Boys. License sale just came out in 1987. By 1992, Paul's Boutique is there. And that, the, the, the genre bending is amazing. Thank Diego you. Bonita. Diego Bonita. I just don't understand, like, why... Is Z guy supposed to be making fun of Beastie Boys? No. No, I think okay. it's... I don't think so, like, no. New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block. Yeah. That kind or of like, shit. Boy band just shit. Just kind of like the manufactured boy bands of the 90s, eventually. Yeah. yeah. I It just was so... It was so weird to me. Although I guess people who like unironically love pour some sugar on me just don't have a lot of differentiation for other types of music. That is very true. I just think that I we started what they started singing pour some sugar on me and and Mitch said, "I just fucking hate Def Leppard." Yeah. <laughs> no. What you said was Def Leppard makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is way worse, <laughs> indicative of a deeper level of hate. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know the sick fuck that heard all of this music and then was like, you know what? This needs to be in a Broadway musical. Yeah, White Snake is good, but want to what it needs? Tight Broadway harmony. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me good. <laughs> this is just. <laughs> This is just going back to the whole Moulin Rouge of it all. Yeah, like, exactly. Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge is patient zero for this kind of thing, where they put pop music in the Broadway. I would argue uh, Mamma like, oh, Mia is patient oh, zero. Oh, we can do it. We can do it now. Except that I feel like Mamma Mia does it successfully. I do not feel like this. Yeah, but that's what we talked about this in the in our Moulin Rouge episode. I think that's because everybody loves ABBA. Well, ABBA that's Bops. true. That's true. I also think with Mamma Mia, everyone in the cast knew what movie they were in. Yes. Like, there are different, way too many different styles of acting in Rock of Ages. Yes. I, yeah, 100%. Most of it bad. Um, Most of it was bad. Juliana Hunt trying to cry uh, should go, yeah. should be taught in schools of how not to act, honestly. Yeah. Yes. I also think that Mamma Mia works because um, it goes back to that whole thing of like, you'd love to watch performers have fun. Everyone in Mamma Mia is just having the fucking time of their life yeah. Yeah. because it doesn't matter. It's like a complete bullshit thing. Meryl Streep isn't going to win an award for Mamma Mia. So it's just her letting loose and yeah. like, you get to watch that and that's fun. This like, I don't know. I think they felt like Alec Baldwin felt like he was trapped. I think Mm -hmm. Alec Baldwin thought he was doing a good job of having fun. I think Alec Baldwin is just fundamentally incapable of having fun. Yeah. 
or listening to music. <laughs> like, I think. I think the writers legit thought their Z Guy E's song, which is the only original song in the musical, oh, sure. they thought that would be nominated for Best Original Song at the Oscars. Yikes. <laughs> Tough blow to them, honestly, Dea. That's my theory. I don't Day know of. what was nominated. They didn't year. realize that Hey Man didn't vote for them, and that was hard for them to handle, you know? <laughs> That damn monkey. <laughs> that, damn monkey. That, that damn monkey, monkey screwed him again. I gave that monkey his career, and this is how he repays me. <laughs> <laughs> I took that monkey out of a zoo and into Hollywood. <laughs> into a different type of zoo, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. Um, so then halfway through Don't Stop Believing, Wolfgang Von Colt's Don't Stop Believing, uh, yes. they are now in a, like Dodger Stadium or some shit, and... Stacy Jacks is singing their song. And I would love to know how that broke down. Is he singing a cover? Are they touring together? Did they songwrite and just get songwriting credits? What's the money situation here? Because if Stacy Jacks takes their song. Yeah, because they came out and played eventually, but it was yeah. still like, did they give him yeah. this song or what's going on? Did they open for Stacy Jacks and play this? And everyone in the crowd was like, <laughs> Play that let one more time, but let the, <laughs> let the big Tom guy Cruise. do it. Let the big guy do it. They come out in like their fucking full Donnie and Marie little jackets. And I'm like, this is not rock and roll. Yeah. She looked like she was doing a Tina Turner impression. Yeah, she really and did. Which problematic because she was already in blackface <laughs> for Halloween one year. So she's doing it again for again, the world Julian, to see again. Juliana Hoffway, you didn't lose your you didn't learn your lesson. Learn your lesson. They're doing this weird fucking that outfit is not. No. Yeah, she looks like it's almost like a Grease. like crossed between like glam or like glow and um yeah. uh like a cowboy outfit. I don't know. Yeah. It looks really weird. It looks like something Cher would wear, frankly. Mm. Um, a lot of leg. A lot of leg. Um, any other thoughts? Things that stuck out? Lines that made you laugh? <laughs> Very few and far between. No. Um, no, no, I at really, all. I truly, me laugh. truly cannot believe that Juliana Huff was in this movie. She's so bad. Yeah, it's well, yeah, rough it's, to watch. He was, he, the director hired way too many just singers, not actors who sing. I didn't even like her singing the songs. I thought she was bad at singing the songs. Like, I know she's musically talented. I've heard her sing and have been like, oh, yeah, good job. Like, what's that movie where she's the elephant? Uh, what? Here's a who. <laughs> Juliana Hoff and Horton Hears a Who. No, 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 no. Uh, Sing. The movie Sing. Oh, oh, With yeah, yeah, yeah. McConaughey the, as the a little pigs. koala. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, she sings in that, and I think she does a good job, but I did not like her at all in this movie. I wonder if she was trying to do like some kind of like crazy rock singing voice, and that's why it didn't come across. It was bad. It was not a rock singing voice at all. It seemed like really, I don't know, it's not girly, but. It felt it doesn't sound musical theater like she doesn't no. sound like she's no, because I was going to say it's not trained, a musical theater, voice. but it does sound like um, a girl doing a acoustic guitar cover of uh, Gangster's Paradise. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure, that's the type of voice that she has. And you're just like, you need to stop. You're a white person and you need to stop what you're doing right now. Um I don't know. She just doesn't have the face to be an 87, like a 1987 hottie. Too round. Yeah. Too round. 
got them big old apple cheeks. Don't like it. I feel like that goes back to like the way that everything was styled in the movie because it didn't look like it was in the 80s. No, it like, looked like I, 2009. Like, <laughs> it looked like it was 2012. Yeah, but it really made me laugh that they couldn't, it looked like they couldn't afford like the 80s aesthetic. No. But during the scene when she's crying in the rain before going to a, the strip club, they just have one DeLorean sitting on the <laughs> curb. <laughs> Oh, we could afford one DeLorean. It's the Back to the Future car, so you got to get all the shit off the back. To, that makes it a time machine, but yeah. we'll just throw it on the street to make it look it's like 80s. the 80s, even though it's clearly 2014. Yeah, she's never she's never wearing anything 80s, really. Um, the closest she gets is at the, ho- the date at the Hollywood sign where she's wearing tights and a weirdly cut skirt, boots, mm-hmm. and a denim jacket. So she's, I don't know. I just had a lot of problems with the styling of this film. Alec Baldwin is fully wearing like diesel. (laughs) It's 2009. Like he's wearing Ed Hardy, basically. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, pretty much. Um, That said, Tom Cruise's tattoo around his nipple looked great. Loved it. No notes. Mm -hmm. No notes. Perfect. No notes. His little tiger uh, cod piece. No notes. Loved it. No notes. Yeah. Honestly, Tom Cruise was like the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. He's 100% insane. Very clearly mm-hmm. style based on Brett Michaels, that headband, yeah. long hair situation. And frankly, for me, it worked. I loved it. Um, I agree. Connor. Nope. Mark. Man and chair this for us. Mm, I hated it. I hated <laughs> every second of it. Um, Except for the church scene for some reason yeah even though they turned the church into a stacy jack shrine they took yeah. down the cross yeah. so they could put up a poster of him which really made me laugh um but an unintentional no laugh um i like maybe 45 minutes into this movie i thought cats is what like is the death of movie musicals but i think this should have been Yes. I think this could have been prevented if we all watched this when it came out and we're like, no, 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 this cannot yeah. happen. Never again. I would like to yeah. say that I did watch this when it came out. Fully saw it in theaters. I was trying to remember that. I thought that maybe I'd hallucinated it because I just kept mm-hmm. remembering Alec Baldwin in that office. Like that was the only, mm-hmm. honest to God, that was the only memory I had from this movie was just him in that setting, I think laying down on the couch, like right at the beginning um, yeah. or being on the phone, like one of the two. I'm like, I know that Alec Baldwin is in it and I know he's in a dark office. That is yeah. all my brain retained. Um, For sure. That's all you need to retain, frankly. Yeah. It was a, it was I, a trauma response, honestly. <laughs> a protection. I, yeah, Your brain was I, protecting you. I don't recommend this movie. I would be interested to see the stage version, though, just because mm-hmm. based off of the track listings on the CD, it's a like completely different order mm-hmm. of the songs that are even in the movie. And then some of the songs from the movie aren't even in the Broadway show. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, I wonder what that is like. And I bet it's more like hammy and fun rather than like yeah. trying to be serious. And I think with, with a stage show, generally you pare down the storylines usually. For sure. Yeah. Which helps. Absolutely. Which would help. I don't need a lot of the shit that was going. I honest to God, I didn't need the Stacey Jacks reporter storyline. No. We've already didn't humanized need the stripper. Yeah, we've we've no, not at all. humanized him with the like giving the money to yeah, for sure. 
Like right. he fires Paul Giamatti for stealing and then gives the money back to the club. Like that's all I need from Stacey Jacks. I don't need right. anything else from him. There's um I just really quickly I forgot to mention this, but it always makes me laugh. There's this uh Twitter account called uh Chicago Party Ant. Mm-hmm. It's like a comedian just pretending to be like an ant in the in her fifties, just drunk and like like being just like a boozy B word. Um <laughs> When my favorite running joke with that Twitter account is every year when Steppenwolf and the Goodman theaters release their uh, schedule, like their seasons, theatrical seasons, she'll reply to them saying, Another year, and you still won't put Rock of Ages on your stage. What the fuck is wrong with you? John Malkovich doing Rock of Ages really Steppenwolf. Oh, boy. That Sorry. Makes, that's very fun. We've got oh, we can't make it tonight. We've got no. tickets for Rock of Ages at the Steppenwolf. <laughs> at Steppenwolf. <laughs> Gary Sinise directed. <laughs> Tracy Letts wrote Doesn't an Gary Sinise episode. have a band? not Tracy Letts? He would be great. <laughs> Tracy Letts is as Dennis Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> he got Alec Baldwin's wig. <laughs> Snatched it right off his head. Uh Connor, man and share this for us. Um, okay, I agree that this movie is not very good. Uh, my bar was in hell, and um, for me, it did kind of clear it because I had more fun than I thought I was going to have watching it. Um, largely because, um, I do feel like I probably like this kind of music, uh, like it's not like I like this kind of music, like I listen to it, but it is really fun to listen to like bops mm-hmm. like this. Um, uh, and had just to have fun with it. But um, I do think that nobody knew what movie they were in. The tone is so fucking weird. I agree that they needed to go a little bit more hammy with it. Like Russell Brand did. Um, I don't think that this movie really falls into the jukebox principle where um, all you, all you're staring at a jukebox musical and all you can ask to do is bop. And I feel like they were trying too hard to do plot and that's part of the reason why it failed. Um, also, hire better actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have de- I did a really, really good job of never seeing this movie when it came out. And I can gladly say I probably will never see it again. Until I come back as a guest and make us watch it one more time. <laughs> make it one, one more time. Did it age 2.0. well after a year? <laughs> the answer will be no. Meryl, <laughs> man in chair. We will be doing a boob test at that time. Um <laughs> Yes. Yeah, this movie sucks. Don't watch it. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Connor, read your comment about the cast. I think part of the problem with the plot was that they had hired, that they brought on all these fucking big names um, to be in the cast. And they, I think they felt like they needed to give them really full plots. And I just disagree because I think that those actors would have really fucking shined. Because I, mm-hmm. I, to me, I think... Tom Cruise is in it a lot, um, almost too much. Uh, I don't Agreed. need to watch him wiggle his spine the way that he does it as much as I'm seeing. Um, I think he would have been great. I guess it really wouldn't have justified his fee, uh, his salary for the movie um, to only use him sparingly. But like, I could have used way less Alec Baldwin. I think a little less Russell Brand. Like. Yes, get better actors um, to lead. I don't need Juliana Huff and I don't need Diego Bonita, frankly. I don't think they're that right. good. Um, but yeah, like give me more 
bullshit and less plot. Let the plot be the love story. Let it be someone finding success uh, or not finding success in Los right. Angeles in 1987 and then have all these other players moving in and out. I don't care what the reason. I don't need taxes. I frankly, as much as I loved the tough cookie or hit me with your best shot church song, I really didn't need that plot of them trying to shut down rock yeah, and roll. Shut down the I guess you could leave it like you're trying to make it and they're trying to end rock and roll, but like honestly, it doesn't really threaten her at all. Like those plot lines never intersect. Juliana yeah. Huff is never like becoming swept up in the plot to clean up the strip. Also, you want to clean up the strip, but you're not going to clean up the strip clubs? Like, I don't know. Maybe do those before a music venue. No, don't. I think it's legitimate work and I think it should happen. But I'm just saying, like, why is why are you attacking the bourbon room first? As a tiny politician, go for. Yeah. Like, to me, that's just not how the plan should work. But what do I know? I'm I'm actually very cool and not an uptight politician. So (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not to brag. Um, Yeah, this movie sucks. Don't watch it. Uh, (laughs) the, The the. Broadway cast recording starts with a note from the uh, guy from White Snake, uh, who's like, "This is your own copy, and uh, if you share it with someone, make sure you show us your tits first, or else we'll, we'll sue you." Which is <laughs> unhinged, um, but gives an idea of how stupid this fucking musical is. Yeah, and we will be reviving it once Broadway is back. So contribute to our Absolutely. Kickstarter. I forgot. I wrote down a note that I just really wanted to say. Yeah, get it in there. Get I it in there. I forgot about it. Uh, that I think because dads would just love this musical. Oh, absolutely. I think every high school in the country should put this on as their spring musical every year. <laughs> every year. The red oh, tape, and- the PTA bureaucracy you'd have to go through to stage rock of to sing pour some sugar on me. Just simply yes. it's not worth their time. Yeah, but the dads would have a good time. The dads would be into <laughs> it. The dads would be ecstatic. Like musical theater. Yeah, yes. all the gross dads who like seeing eighteen-year-olds uh, be gross, horny for yeah. Stacy Jacks. Don't you want to see a seventeen-year-old try to have the sex appeal of Stacy Jacks? <laughs> More than anything. Yeah. More than anything in my life, do I, I want to see tattoos on? Yes. At one point, he's leaning over the couch, like talking to Malin Ackerman, like leaning into the reporter's ear and Mitch goes is his his hand on her vagina (laughs) I was like no he's leaning on the couch but it wouldn't surprise me he's got that raw sexual charisma (laughs) when he licked his fingers his hand was all over the vagina all over it that's Stacey Jacks for you um okay Mark anything to plug follow me on Twitter at Mark C. Walsh I try to be funny so I think you succeed most of the time well, thank you. You're welcome. That's all we can ask for. Mm-hmm. Connor, anything to plug? Uh, no, as usual, you can find me across all <laughs> platforms at CRELIA12. I'm on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. You can find any funny thing that I'm working on there. Meryl, how about you? I feel like I could do your plugs word for yeah, word at this point. Could. We've been doing this so frequently. I feel like I've nailed Connor's uh, a plug speech. Um, nothing for me, um, but you can find this podcast at Bits Over B-Way across all platforms. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. You can find us wherever you find podcasts. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. If we're not where you get your podcasts, please email us and we will get there. We are also on Patreon, www.patreon.com 
com slash bits over B-way. Um, and that is all I have. Bye. Bye. I'll shoot the monkey. I'll, I'm not afraid. <laughs>